0: Well, good morning, traders and investors. Today is August 3rd. I still don't know where the summer has gone, but it's a Monday. And what do I always say? Let's get into it right now. Now, global markets, they edged higher on Monday. We're going to see how the US markets are going to perform so far. The Dow is up overnight. Let's see here. Not bad. About 150 points. Let's see here what's going on. We still have a lot of activity in regards to COVID-19 cases. There's a lot of risk in China and Europe. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo's weekend comments that President Trump's plans to take action on what he sees as a broad array of national security risk presented by software connected to the Chinese Communist Party caused market jitters in Asia. And now the question is, is that going to overflow into the country? Now remember usually when markets are choppy and they are very choppy right now and we open higher a lot higher we tend to trend lower in a bull phase when markets are ripping higher every single day or every couple of days we tend to open lower and move higher so just keep that in mind right now just because the market is up overnight doesn't mean it'll be overnight when it's all said and done tonight pompeo's remarks followed reports that microsoft is in advanced talks to buy us operations of tiktok which is owned by Chinese company ByteDance and is seen as a source of national security and censorship concerns by the Trump administration. That's going to be very interesting because Bill Gates has so far has been keeping his nose kind of clean from and away from Trump. So this is going to get very interesting. Investors were also watching the case in manufacturing purchase managers index a private survey would show Chinese manufacturing activity grew in July, which means more exports rising to a higher than expected level of 52 on a zero to 100 scale. Well, 50 marks the break between expansion and contraction. That's really good. And we need it. Now, the only question is, are they telling us the truth? Hopefully they are. Investors, meanwhile, will look to Washington, where slow grinding negotiations on a huge COVID-19 relief bill are set to resume on Monday the path forward promises to be challenging. Oh, I would hate to be on their in their shoes right now. Both the Trump administration negotiation team and top capital democrat Capitol hill democrats reported Congress over the weekend even as they highlighted their differences. And crude oil again, we're still around the $40 a barrel. As long as we stay near $40, $41 a barrel, it's giving US companies a chance to stop bleeding. Is it going to give them a chance to start growing? I don't think so, but again, That's where we stand right now. Now, let's talk about what we've got in store this week. We've got the ISM Manufacturers Index. That's coming out at 10 o'clock and that's going to tell us if manufacturing is still heating up. We got factory orders tomorrow. That's going to be a mild report because we've already seen the GDP. We've got ADP unemployment report. That's a private report that's going to give us a preview of what we can expect on Thursday. So far, the biggest reports of the week have been the jobless claims and the unemployment. The key is to be able to consistently beat the four-week moving average, which is right now at 1.369 million. Last week, we came out at 1.442 million, which was slightly above the consensus. The consensus range is above the four-week moving average. Anything on the 1.38 million level or near there will be positive. Then we have the unemployment report on Friday. Those are the two biggest reports this week. The numbers are steady. They're not getting too bad. They're not getting negative. Look at this, prior, 4.8 million. Consensus, 2 million. Range, look at this range, 350,000 to 2.5 million. We're all over the place. I would actually prefer to look at the unemployment rate on a percentage basis prior was 11.1 consensus is 10 and percent anything around this area we will be okay i would love to see the non-farm payroll number um re- you know really make a move but this whole thing between 350,000 and 200 2 million point five it's just telling us that we have no idea where the numbers are going to go now looking at the momentum levels on the s&p 50 day line you could see we are now weakening we only have 60% of the stocks in the S&P trading above the 50-day moving average. Now, when you look at the 200-day, we are now only at f- near near 50 percentile. So let me just move this to where well, you could see it actually. Let me go to long term. As you could see here, momentum levels are now right at the 52%. We are now just slightly, slightly bullish. If literally... Let's see, what's 4% of stocks, 52%, 4%, 4% of, let's say, 5%. If 20 stocks out of the 500 S&P stocks trade below the 200-day moving average, the index will be bearish. And that's why when you're looking at the S&P 500 and you're seeing, let me just go back here. Notice it's just sitting around the 200-day moving average, the 50-day moving average. It's hard for it to move below or above this mustard colored line, which is actually the 200-day moving average. Oh, I, I got it. The blue line is the 50, and this is the 200. And notice that since February, even though we rallied above both, we really haven't been able to go much higher. And momentum levels, not only are we seeing divergence, but we're seeing momentum levels rally up there as well. So when you look at the momentum levels, and when you take them into account with the chart what what the chart is telling us, the market looks like it's gonna come back down a little bit, and that's why, that's why I wanna look at pullbacks today. Now, what I'm gonna show you is, these are stocks that are making 90-day highs and are pulling to the 10-day low. So we're looking at 90-day high, and then 10-day low, and a bounce back up. Why are we doing that? Well, the 90 days represents the long-term trend, right? That's a 90-day high. And the 10 day low represents that's a swing low represents a short term trend. Typically, typically when a market or a stock or any asset moves higher and makes a 90 day high, a three month high, it tends to pull back and then move higher, pull back and move higher. Just like you're seeing here. Notice here we moved up, then we moved to a 10 day low and then we moved higher and then we broke down again and then we're moving higher. That's how a natural trend to the market moves. You could see it here as well. Look at BBL, we make a 90 day high right here, and then we make a 10 day low. Again, we make a 90 day high and we make a 10 day low. So these are the stocks that are making 90 day highs, 10 day lows, and are ready to revert higher. I like, let me show you the ones I like the best. I like Morgan Stanley. I like Morgan Stanley because they have a lot of exposure to investment, not just loans, but investment banks. As a matter of fact, I don't know about right now, but last time I checked Morgan Stanley, it was doing better than Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs is the number one investment bank in the world and Morgan Stanley was beating it. It's the second biggest one. But I like Morgan Stanley. I would buy above, I would put a buy stop and buy right above a, the swing high here. So I would look for the market to start moving back higher and I would look for a buy entry around the 49.20, 49.50 level, just a little bit above the high, the swing high. The the low, the 10-day low. The high of that day. Team, another one. Look at this. It makes a high and then it makes a low. But this high is lower than this high. So I don't like it. I like 10 day lows after swing highs. This high is lower than this. So I don't like it as much. I like Albert Mail. Notice highest high here. This was not the highest high. This high was highest. So I like highest highs. This was the highest highs followed by 10-day lows. If this high was higher, then we would be in play, but it's not. It's lower. So ALB, highest high, 10-day low. I like this one. I don't like team, but I like ALB, and I like Morgan Stanley. Notice we put a buy stop here around the 83.50 level, and our stop loss is right below the low, 80.20. Here our stop loss would be right at the 80. 780 level, and our buy stop would be at the 50, 49, 50 level, 49, 75 level, right above the buy stop here. C, I like C. Sealed air looks good. Swing high. Now, if this high was higher than this high, then it would be no soup. But again, we went all-time high or 90-day high, and then we made a swing low, and we closed at the top. So I would put a buy stop right around the 36 level and liquidate it at the 34.40 level if it doesn't go our way. Let's see, BBL, let's see, yeah, swing high, but I don't like this because liquidity doesn't look like it's really great, and I, I just don't like this stock. The pattern doesn't look great. G-dot looks really good, made a higher high, it pulled down to a 10-day low, but notice it didn't drop that much. That's really, really good. When it, when it doesn't really move down, but it just kind of congests, that's a very strong relative strength sign. So GDOT, 90-day high, and it might be an all-time high. It's just a 90-day high. It could be a 52-week high. It could be an all-time high. These just track 90-day highs. 10-day low, again, we would buy right around the 5130 level, put a stop loss at the 49 level. And lastly, Sensian Technology, STX. I thought this was a uh, uh, different company, STX. I thought STX was, was, huh, that's weird. Let me just see here. STX. Seagate, yeah. I thought STX was Seagate. This is telling me it's sentient technology. Maybe oh S not STX, SXT. This is why I gotta be really careful. I'm thinking, I'm thinking this is this is Seagate. No, it's SXT. Okay, got it. It's been a long time. I've been doing this for a while. So when I see SXTX, I'm always thinking Seagate. I'm thinking, where's the name wrong? No, it's Sensient technologies. Anyhow swing high. Now, if this high was higher than this high, it would be no soup, but we got a 90-day high. It could be an all-time high for all I know. Then we swing low, 90-day. We break the 10-day low and we close at the high. Again, I would put a buy stop right around the 82, 52-60 level and I would liquidate it right around the 50 level if it doesn't go our way. So again, I'm, I like Morgan Stanley. I like ALB, Albermail. I like C, I like BBL kind of, but the liquidity here may be an issue. I, I'm the bars here are kind of tight. I like G dot and I like SXT. I thought it was STX, but I like XXT. And I don't like team because the previous swing high was higher than the last swing high. So this doesn't really count as a 90-day high. And that's what we have as far as pullback trades for you on a Monday. I hope you mark them down and maybe there's some good opportunities for the remainder of the week. Most importantly, have a great day. Bye. Thanks for listening today. Make sure to subscribe to the Market Talk podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you're listening from today so you don't miss any important news regarding your money and your investments. Have a great rest of your day. My name is Roger Scott and happy trading.